0: He's involved in a number of businesses.
1: He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis.
2: This is Cats at Night. John Katsimatidis here. It's Monday. And so many things are going on in the studio with us. we got Judge Richard Weinberg, a moderate, common-sense Democrat. Uh, We have a former chief of staff. Uh, Mr. Carbonetti. How are you, John? We call you Chief. That works for me. And, and Congressman Woman. Do we say Congressman or Congresswoman?
0: Uh, you know what? I'm a Republican. I know what a woman is, and I'm proud <laughs> to be a Congresswoman. We got well, a Jennifer Congresswoman, yes, Amen. Nicole tactics.
2: <laughs> and my sidekick, uh, how is your dad, my sidekick?
3: He, we got the test results. They were good. They were good today. They
2: that is wonderful nice. news. Well, Cornell, we, yes, we missed you on on Friday, uh, but you were taking care of your dad. And yes, we understand yes, that. The
3: test results came out good. Thank God. Yeah. And we
2: have a great show for you today. And
3: uh, we, we have a great show. We are going to be speaking with Ari Fleischer. You know, he's a former White House press secretary. He's also now the president of Ari Fleischer Communications. He has a great book out talking about truth in media. Is there any? What truth? In media? <laughs> exactly. Well, right here,
0: John. Right here. Uh, yeah, exactly. see.
3: Amir Karanji, he's the founder and publisher of The Real Deal. Dr. Mikolos, can COVID age your brain? But first on the line, we've got Bill O'Reilly. He's a journalist, a prolific author. His Killing series, he's already sold about 20 million books worldwide. His latest book, it's what is it? Killing the Killers, The Secret War Against Terrorists. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Bill O'Reilly.
4: Hey, Lydia, how you guys doing? Everybody Good.
2: Well, it's Monday. I mean, I, I, I like Fridays better than Mondays.
4: Yeah. Well, you know, the reality of life, John, we have to go to work and we have to do um, what we have to do. And that's why we're here. You just sent me a uh, video of uh confrontation in uh, Uptown. Yep. A police officer, and a young guy.
1: At the subway. Very
4: disturbing. Very disturbing video.
3: That's at 125th Street, Bill O'Reilly. Are you surprised to learn that the attacker was ROR'd, released on his own recognizance less than 24 hours later, despite recently also having been arrested for robbery and having a loaded gun?
4: Well, my surprise, that's the law in uh, New York. They're not going to hold you um, unless you really hurt somebody. You know, we can call Lee Zeldin and ask him. Uh, On Thursday, the guy went up. Everybody knows it. But what everybody doesn't really process is how embarrassing this is to the state of New York when the federal government has to come in and arrest the guy that attacked Zeldin up in Monroe County up near Rochester and charge him so he'll be held when uh, the New York authorities um, let him go. And I wanted to ask um, the judge, couldn't the judge up there hold this guy for observation? Obviously, he's a kook. Yeah, alone. He,
1: he could have sent him out for what we call a 730 exam saying he wasn't competent to understand the charges against him or to assist in his own, uh, his own defense. He would have been objected yeah. to so by if the you, defense lawyer, have, but the judge could have done it, yes.
4: Okay, so you evaluate the guy, medical examination. You see if he's a danger to anybody else other than Lee Zeldin. But even that they don't do. I, I just, to me, now we've reached the point of no return in New York. We've got to get the new governor in there and overturn this no-bail law, and we have to start to take this ultra-seriously. But the local,
1: Bill, just so you know, in my humble opinion, the local police... Undercharged it because that could have just as well under state law been an attempted murder because that was a dangerous instrumentality. Well, he, was going for, he was going for the jugular. That's right. Literally, if he had hit it, he could have uh, killed Zeldin. Zeldin could have bled out right there.
3: And this guy yesterday that attacked the police officer, I thought if you assaulted a cop, isn't that a higher classification? That should be
1: an assault too, yes.
3: So then why was he charged with that? Why would he with just be armed a
4: record of having a loaded handgun.
1: Because, right, and a robbery. Because you have, you have either local police or... Or local DAs undercharging these people, and they shouldn't be undercharging.
3: And uh, Bill, what do you think about the fact that Hochul she sent out that list of where Zeldin was going to be, and what was she calling him, like a far right nut job or something like that? I mean, yeah, she's not.
4: But that's just—they all do that. Um, I'm not—I'm not concerned about that. I don't think Hochul wanted anything bad to happen to Lee Zeldin. Um, but I do think that she's the governor, and she uh, is allowing our quality of life in new york every single person it's on the decline and I, I mean you know i know millions of people are going to vote for kathy oakland november i just don't get it i just don't I, my i know a lot of people and when we discuss politics they never say to me oh i love kathy oakland or <laughs> i love joe biden it's always some excuse why they have to vote for them. It's like, well, I don't really like them, but I have to because of Trump or some other insane thing.
0: Yeah, Bill, it's it's, uh, Nicole Maliotakis, and I thank you. You're right on point there. But you know what? In the recent polls in New York State, three out of four people said that public safety is the number one issue. So therefore, you would really by logic, think that three out of four people would not vote for Kathy Hochul because she is responsible for this radical bail law. They talk about gun violence. Well, guess what? They're releasing people caught with illegal guns all the time back onto the streets. And I'm tired of reading these articles, and I'm sure the listeners are as well, you know, 10, 11, 12, maybe two dozen prior arrests, and they keep getting released back onto the streets uh, at minimum, the state should put a dangerousness clause in there, like other states have. Maybe the judge can weigh in here. No, as, as
1: we've talked about, we're the only state, 49 other states, if a judge finds a person that is dangerous – to the public safety, can hold them in. And the federal system is the same standard. We're the only ones who are the outliers. It's ridiculous.
3: And, Congresswoman, what about that case just last week about those two Mexican drug smugglers busted with over, what, a million dollars worth of meth, and they were just ROR'd? I mean, this is what happened also in California, I mean, the, with the fentanyl pills? It's, hey, out, you, it's outrageous. You know, who
0: loves, you know who loves Joe Biden's open borders and Kathy Hochul's <laughs> ridiculous bail law? The drug traffickers do. 1.2 million in meth caught in New York, and they were released right back onto the streets. And in California, it was 150,000 fentanyl pills released back onto the streets. So
2: also, between- the 3,000 violent criminals in New York City. For whom do the bells toll? Eight and a half million New Yorkers or 3,000 violent criminals? And we're going to be blowing the bugle real loud in September and October, so everybody out there... Please listen.
4: You know, it's a uh, almost a sin. And these guys aren't going to show up for their hearing, by the way. The guys with the meth and the guys out in California in Tulare County with the fentanyl pills, they're not going to show up. They don't even know where the Tulare County guys are now. They went to rearrest them again on federal charges. They're gone. And mm-hmm. the guys will never show up for the meth hearing here. And even if they did, you know, in the way the justice system is in New York, um, even if they got convicted, they probably wouldn't do a lot of time. Now, this kid up in uh, Harlem that uh, got involved with the police officer, everybody can watch this video and see how nasty it is. You're really nasty. You think he's going to do any time, Judge? You think he'll do time for that? If, if I were the judge, uh, he would do time.
1: Officer like that? If I were the judge, he would do time. And a lot of my colleagues whose eyes are bleeding, head exploding, because there's bail reform law and weak enforcement by the DAs, they would do it too. Let me tell you something. That right, shows but you, but as you as how you tough of that, a job it is being a cop. You, that was a kid say, jumping now, a turnstile. What is
4: they going to charge this guy with? This happened yesterday. We don't know what he's going to be charged with.
3: No, they, we do, we that. do know what he's been charged with. They already
1: released him. Yeah, he's R O I. He's released his own recognizance. They undercharged him. They should have charged him with an assault, exactly. too. The the kid
3: that beat up the cop. Wow. They already released him. They charged him. In, yeah, he's out. Now,
2: the, the people. He's R O R. We were yelling and screaming on Friday. Uh, and, you know, we have a lot of law enforcement people that listen to this uh, channel, uh, the station, WABC, and about Zelda, the, the FBI should arrest the, the Zeldon guy. And he
4: was arrested. Yeah, the yeah, FBI. The FBI's got him. And so he's not going to be out for a while. But what did they, what did Brad charge this guy, this guy with? you know the exact charge? Yes. Thing, uh...
3: Yes. It was, uh, let me see what we have here. But let me, you guys, let's see. All right. All right. Let me, let me. But,
0: I mean, like, this is, this is the, 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 yeah. I mean, but this is the bottom line. This is why you're seeing a record number of police officers. Assault on a police
3: officer, obstruction of governmental administration, and resisting arrest. He's 16. So that's why it looks like they just RORed him. His girlfriend also was charged, the yeah. other girl, because she was jumping on the cop too, but we don't know exactly.
0: That's the other,
3: that's the other uh, issue. Get out of rich so assault on the police officer, obstruction of governmental administration, and resisting arrest. What's funny is the cop was just going to let him go yeah. for it's jumping it, the turnstile. It's style. a desk
4: appearance. T- it just shows you how hard it is to be a cop in this city. That's a nothing. It's a desk appearance ticket that escalated to an all-out brawl.
3: Yeah, he put the cop in the headlock. Yeah,
4: it's terrible. Bill, so, see, I...
3: Bill, we surprised you. We yeah. surprised you because you didn't realize he was ROR'd.
4: Bill,
1: can I ask you a question you know, about...
4: I, I didn't know it. You know, look, my job, I'm heavy into the national deal, but now that I do the uh, 9 o'clock show on WABC, it's segue into the local uh, situation.
1: Can but I talk to you I, about...
2: I'm going to predict
4: the... this kid. This kid won't do any time on this. They'll bust it down to disorderly or whatever. He should be charged with a felony, and he should do in a juvenile hall. He should do till he's 18. Take him off the street till he's 18. A That's prior it. arrest for a loaded handgun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What, what, could, yeah, can we, I ask you about little, the uh, the, okay. Bi- the Biden cabinet? And if
3: people want to watch the video, by the way, they can just go to our social media, WABC social media. We put it everywhere. So we got permission to
2: do that from the guy. But yeah,
0: this video. is this is when again
3: the, the, raise the age. Mr.
2: Listen, the guys, age. Mr. O'Reilly is our guest. Let him speak.
4: No, no. If the uh, local TV news is covering this, I guess they are. Uh, nope, I didn't weigh in on that. They're not. Are you sure?
3: Well, I haven't seen it anywhere. I've seen the I've seen, seen, seen the Brooklyn pastor. This came out this morning. I've seen the Brooklyn pastor guy that got robbed. You know, on while a Facebook live stream. I saw that on what is that MSNBC over there? But the local news channels, I haven't even seen this story anywhere.
4: Unbelievable! I know it was a thunderstorm, so they have to lead with that um, <laughs>
3: first fifteen that's minutes.
4: Television, television news—that's what they do. these days. they do the weather for twenty minutes, and then they'll give you some uh, other stuff. But that—that's one of the problems that in New York City and state is that you have a very weak local news TV news foundation. So if you—if if the commentators of which they—they don't have them because they're afraid, but the anchors, when I work for Channel Two News. It was Jim Jensen, Rollin Smith, Dave Marish. Remember those guys? And then correspondingly was Butel and Grimsby on channel seven. Uh, Scarborough was still there on four. Well, these guys they were heavyweight guys. And, and if they said something and if they were outraged about something, that got around the community really fast. That's gone. So you don't have a central like town meeting square on television, local television anymore. And that has led to a lot of this insanity where that people don't know how bad it is unless they themselves are caught up in it. And as a journalist, I'm stepping back and I'm going, it's almost a total abdication on the television front of telling New Yorkers, look, this situation is terrible and it could get you. You could become involved in something like this. They're afraid to do it. Now, one of the reasons WABC Radio has gone Uh, like a rocket in the ratings is because we're not afraid to do it. We do it. But the impact of pictures, you can't have pictures on the radio. You see that fight, and I'm going to broadcast it on on my national show tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to, the whole fight, I'm going to run the whole thing. And I'm going to show people what happened because it's shocking. It's actually shocking. This police officer is risking his life, and this kid does not care clearly doesn't care whether he hurts this officer or himself. He doesn't care. And what do you think is going to happen with that kid? He's going to kill somebody.
2: Eventually he'll kill somebody.
3: He wanted to kill that cop. Yeah. I mean, he was putting yeah. him in a headlock. I've never seen such a, I mean, 16 years old and to have such a lack of respect.
2: Well, what are, we, what are you going to be talking about tonight's show? Bill O'Reilly's on Monday through Friday from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock on WABC Radio com, 770 on your dial, and on your iPhone. with uh, What's our iPhone up? 77 WABC or BillOReilly.com. What are you going to be talking about, Bill?
4: Well, we're going to walk through the entire, because most people didn't watch it, the entire January 6th committee situation and tell you what's true and what isn't true and back it up so we got the, everything's there now. And I'll just give you a teaser. Give us a teaser. This this woman, uh, Hutchinson, Cassidy Hutchinson, she testified that President Trump was in a Secret Service limo and then pushed the Secret Service guy driving and grabbed the steering wheel. We all remember that? I remember. Headlines everywhere, right?
2: New York Times,
4: Washington Post. Everywhere. Did the committee call the two Secret Service guys who are in the car?
0: I don't know.
4: No. 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 They have not testified?
0: They said they were willing to.
4: Yeah. No. They were not issued a subpoena. No subpoenas for them.
2: Mm. Why? Uh, are the American people recognizing that this is a little bit politicized,
4: a little? Yeah, they know. They know because look, the viewership's very low on it. But this is the scandal. The committee knew or knows that those Secret Service agents were going to come in under oath and testify that what. Cassidy Hutchinson's hearsay was, was false. They knew that. So they didn't issue the subpoenas for the two Secret Service agents to come in and testify in front of the committee.
2: Would, would, would they suggest suggested the Justice Department to be, that she would be indicted for lying to Congress?
4: It's not lying, John. It's hearsay. She didn't see the incident. She said someone told her. And the corrupt media then immediately says, oh, it has to be true, a law Justice Kavanaugh. Same thing. Oh, hearsay. Now, in in Kavanaugh, it was a person said, no, he did it to me, but had no corroborating evidence at all. All of the other people around that woman, Blasey Ford, said, we didn't see that. She never said that. But here it's worse because Hutchinson... They could have testified, the Secret Service guys, whether it happened or not. But the committee didn't even call them.
1: Who does that, Judge It's Weimer? crazy. It is crazy. Who does that? Only a kangaroo court, though. Only a kangaroo right. court. And
4: the New York Times, the Washington Post, all the networks, this is the lead story. That's corruption.
3: Well, thank you so much, Bill O'Reilly. And speaking of corruption of the media, we will be speaking with Ari Fleischer coming up. Thank you so much, Bill O'Reilly. Common Sense with Bill O'Reilly, Monday through Friday, 9 o'clock, right here on WABC. Thank you so much, sir. Oh, did we lose him? Oh, we lost him. We lost Uh, him. All right.